of your glory it's written as they worship God the cloud of your presence entered the temple and the priest could not continue ministry for the glory of the Lord may today be that day where your glory will visit us the name of Jesus come on he's here people Lord we worship you come on just for a minute forget about everything forget about everything put your focus on Jesus we glorify you be exalted Lord this morning, the elders and the angels, they bow. And the redeemed, Lord, they worship you now. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Come on, can we sing that song once? Can you hear the sound of it? Thank you. 
close. Every hand is lifted. This morning we say that there's no other God besides you. We welcome you. We welcome your presence. Thank you for your glory that's falling in this house. We receive from you. We receive from this atmosphere. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Come and do what you want to do today, Lord. This is your service, Master. Thank you for your presence. Come on, I want to ask you one more time. Every hand lifted to heaven as a sign of surrender. Lord, we surrender. Take control this morning. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, he's in this place. Whatever you need is available this morning. If you came this morning to be a spectator, you're going to go home empty. If you, have, you came to receive this morning, you release your faith, then today God is going to turn it around for you. So Lord, we have come to receive in the name of Jesus. And we will not leave as we came. In Jesus' name. Say with me, I will not leave as I came. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, I want you to give Jesus a shout of praise right now. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor quickly and say, today is your day for a miracle. Turn to the other one and say, he's speaking to you. Today is your day for a miracle. Who can feel in the atmosphere that God is about to do something incredible? I'm not sure how long I'm going to be because the glory of the Lord is here. And he's going to touch these people in a tremendous way. If you have not been here last week, then you would have uh, missed the news that God blessed us with this property. Still, um, our minds is still need in the process to be wrapped around this whole process of what God has done for us here. They said uh, they valued the property at 22 million, and that's what they gave to Faith City. It was sown, sown into our lives. Can we just say thank you, Jesus? for his faithfulness and his goodness and his mercies so today we are going to receive up the tithes and the offerings as we do after our worship because truly as the scripture teaches us that this is part of our worship let me just quickly say this on money that if you're a lover of god you're a sower automatically you know when, when they blessed us with this property the first thing that we've done is we sowed and we say to the lord we want to give an offering of thanksgiving we want to give because one thing that I've realized is money that you have is not yours. Oh, it's quiet now. It's not your money. It's not, you're not even here on your time. It's not your time. It's not your life. It's, it all belongs to the Lord. Come on, if you believe that, shout yes. Now, I want you to know this, that God will not give you seed that you are unwilling to sow. The Bible says God gives seed to the sowers, not to the storers. 
And I believe that God will get seed to you if He can get seed through you. Don't ask the Lord, give me seed if you're unwilling to give. This is the reason why God gives seed. He gives seed to the sower. And let me get the religious spirit mad. God loves a cheerful giver. God loves it when we give, not reluctantly, but we give because we love the work of God. We love seeing the gospel being preached around the world and the nation shaken by the power of God. Now, if you're a nation shaker, I want you to get your seed in your hand. And please do me a big favor. Never just sow. Give your seed a name. A farmer does not sow and say, well, whatever comes up, comes up. A farmer knows if I sow corn, corn will come up. Come on, if I sow wheat, wheat will come up. You have to make sure that you know what you sow towards. Get that seed in your hand quickly and say to the Lord, Lord, this is the reason I sow. And if you say, well, I give not to receive back, then there's something wrong with you. I'm going to help you today. Because a farmer doesn't say, I'm going to sow, but I don't expect anything back. If you sow, something will come back. Amen. So if you sow, give unto the work of the Lord, the Bible says it very clearly that God will bless you. I said, God will bless you. And if you're a tither, then God's, and, and does, does this church believe in tithing? Yes. Tithing is not Old Testament. Tithing is not law. Hello? It's very quiet when it comes to money. The body of Christ must get to a place where we are just excited as about giving to God as receiving from God. Are you listening to me? Thank God that the Lord has set me free from money long ago. I don't work for money. Money works for me. Shout yes if you understand that. So there's details on the screen, there's buckets in the front, the brown buckets is for the church, the white bucket, evangelistic work around the world, Irvin is right there in the back with the card machine, and then we're going to get right into the word of the Lord. lift your hands father we thank you for every seed sown that it goes into good ground and we ask you master that your word as we know will never come back void that you bless your people lord that the seeds shall come forth for them in the name of jesus the financial breakthrough shall come like never before in jesus name we declare this and we believe it and we say it's done in jesus mighty name and the people of god said Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord another hand of praise. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Oh, I need at least 10 people today that has the same faith as me. 
all right to receive from what god wants to do for you this morning because this morning i want to i want to preach on something and teach and preach a little bit but i want you to ask the lord this morning make me a doer of the word not just a hearer we've got too many hearers of the word but not a lot of doers a lot of people go to church and they hear the word of god that they go home and nothing changes in them because they don't put the word to practice faith needs to work come on tell your neighbor faith needs to work your faith wants to work so scripture says in the book of hebrews chapter 4 they've received the word but they did not mix it with faith your, your word the word of god that you receive must be mixed by faith this morning and all things is possible for the one who believes by the way if you're new here let me just help you this is a shouting church all right this is a running church a clapping church a rolling church come on this is a, a happy church because the bible says where the spirit of the lord is there's liberty and i'm telling you the spirit of the lord is here so while he's here we have freedom the religious spirit is a is a nasty thing the religious spirit wants to keep you sick bound broke depressed defeated and you know the the the, the let me just say this to you the religious spirit always have a self-righteous spirit with it the religious spirit and the self-righteous spirit is walking hand in hand the self-righteous believe i don't need church you know my relationship with the lord is woo. but you don't go to church you're religious you're self-righteous you have no idea what the devil is robbing you of so this is why jesus christ instituted the church and this message is for the church this message is for the church i want to touch a little bit on dominion this morning say dominion and i want to open up your eyes to things of the scripture that the church has missed out and i want to bring you back to the word of god because the word of god works come on tell somebody the word of god works come on you can do better than that tell somebody the word of god works now i want you to listen to me quickly before i'm going to get to the scripture most christians today are depressed oh come on someone need to help me right now defeated got busted and gusted and disgusted and broke and unhappy and fearful and they're not dominating they are just shying away and allow the devil just to do whatever the devil wants to do but this is not what the bible has called us to do god has not called us to just survive he called us to thrive we are supposed to be the head and not the tail come on somebody better help me right now we are never called to be depressed your life listen to me right now you're going to stand before god one day you are a steward of your lives your life is not your own if you live depressed every day of your life you'll have to give answer before the master the king of kings one day god has called you to rule and to reign come on shout to rule and to reign i say to rule and to reign not just to make it i said not just to make it god called you to be the head and not the tail god called you to be blessed in the city and blessed in the field god called you to be blessed sitting down and god has called you blessed standing up people say it's easy in america well god is not from america maybe you in this middle block hear me god is not from america faith works everywhere the same way so what you put in is what you get out come on i want to tell every depression spirit that's bound bound god's people let my people go 
We are supposed to thrive, not survive. God is not in the business of just making it through for you and just helping you just so that you can have enough. He's more than enough. Say with me, God is more than enough. Let us open our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to start to read from verse 26. This is what the Bible says. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Say with me quickly, I'm made according to his likeness. When he looks at me, he says, I like it. People don't need to like you. God says, when I made you, I like you. Ooh, hallelujah. And as long as God likes you. I said, as long as God is for you. I said, if, if God has your back, let them have dominion. Say dominion. Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle. Over all of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Pause there for me. Not male, female. And then uh, I'd rather don't say. And a he, she, and a she, he. He says male and female. And if you do not know whether you're male or female this morning, I'll come and help you. Come, let me, let me help you out. If you sit, you're female. If you stand, you're male. And if you're male and you sit, I'll also pray for you. <laughs> now that we have that settled. Woo! I just help a couple of people. You're watching me online and don't know who you are? Let me tell you who you are. Listen to what God does next. He says, then God bless them. Not curse them, bless them. I said bless them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So what does God do when he creates man? He says, I want you to have dominion over the whole world. What he means is, I want you to rule the earth. I want you to rule the animals. In other words, you better look me in the eye. The earth does not belong to the devil. The earth belongs to the children of men. Hallelujah. People say, you know, the world belongs to the devil. That's not what the Bible says. God says, the heavens is mine, says the Lord. And the earth I've given to the children of men. We are the children of men. And God said when he created us, I want you to rule over the earth. This means that, and I want, I want you to pay close attention right now. You need a raise, but your manager don't like you. Listen to me. God created a system that you don't need people to like you. If you understand God's system through the Spirit, a raise will look for you. People will have to bless you whether they like it or not. Because I need to speak to somebody. I pray that you will experience this through the Spirit of God this morning. 
When God made Adam and Eve, he did not say, now you're going to have to work hard. And you're going to pay for everything. He didn't say that. He put them in a garden and the only thing that he told them was, look after the garden. In other words, you're a steward of what I give you. But I will bring the animals to you and you call them. Everything in the garden was absolutely free. And God's plan for man was to dwell with man every day, to walk with man in the cool of the day. Man did not have to work. Hello? Man had not had to sweat for the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord came automatically. I said the blessings of the Lord came automatically. When you get back to heaven, you're not going to pay for anything. You're not going to pay rates and taxes on your mansion. God has made a mansion for you. I said he made a mansion for you. The streets of gold. You're going to receive a crown, robes of white, and you're not going to pay for it. God's taking us back to the original plan. I'm speaking to somebody. And here comes the devil and he tells the woman, eat of this fruit. And she says, listen, God says we will surely die. And here comes the devil and he makes a doubt the word of God. Now that's the biggest sin. Doubting the word of God. Are you listening to me? And he said, you will surely not die. But God knew that if you eat of this tree, you'll become like him. What does she do? She eats. She gives to her husband. Uh, I just want to say for Adam's sake that I believe Eve made him. <laughs> you better eat or else. Okay, mama. And the fall, of, the, the fall of man came. Because of the fall of man, this is what God says. He says that now the earth is cursed because of you. Now you're going to have to work hard. You're going to toil. You're going to work in a ground which is fawn infested. In other words, you're going to work among the fawns. Are you listening to me? You're going to work among the fawns. Cursed is the ground because of your, because of your, of your sin, because you have not listened. But something happened. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ. Woo! And He took the crown of thorns and put it on His head. And He says, now I'm going to reverse the curse. For Galatians says, cursed is the man that hangs on a tree. So what does the Lord say? I'm reversing what Adam lost in the garden and I'm giving you back overflow more than enough. Hallelujah. Now he says no longer is the ground cursed for your sake. But now wherever you put your foot, I'll give it to you. Now he says wherever you go, you are blessed beyond the curse. Are you understanding this? So I want you to understand this is now why Deuteronomy 8.18 says, You shall remember. People forget to remember. He says you shall remember the Lord your God. It is He. It is He who gives you the power to get wealth. In other words, hard work does not make you wealthy. I'm not talking to you about a natural system. I'm talking to you about a kingdom system. How God has placed a system in place where He says you have dominion and you have authority over everything around the world. Listen to me. The Bible says God Himself says the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord. Let me explain something to you. Yes, Jesus calls two disciples. He says, go there and there and there and you'll see a donkey. It's a brand new donkey. 
Nobody ridden that donkey. Take that donkey. If anybody asks you, what are you doing with the donkey? You say, the master needs it. They got there exactly where the donkey was, took it. They asked you, what are you doing with the donkey? The master needs it. That's dominion. You, you didn't listen. That's dominion. Say with me, that's dominion. Jesus sleeps in the back of the boat. A storm is raging, almost filling the boat. They woke him up and they said, Lord, don't you care that we're about to die? He rose up, he rebuked the wind and the sea, and everything ceased. And they said, who can this be that even the wind obey him? Even the, even the storm obey him? He turned to them and he says, where is your faith? That's dominion. The Bible says this, that they, he preached. There's more than 5,000, just men, just in men, 5,000. Without children, without women. And Jesus wanted to feed them. The disciples said, we don't have enough money to feed them all. Where will we buy at this time of day, in any case, food for so much people? And here comes a young little boy that heard a message of faith. Little boy's faith. And here comes with a lunchbox. And he says, if this is enough, you can take it. And, and the Lord multiplied the food. That's dominion. I said, that's dominion. I said, that's dominion. You see, you have to understand kingdom laws. Kingdom laws works every time. When it's operated through faith. This is why you need to understand that people, a lot of people work for money. Money is a piece of paper. Money was never there when Adam was there. Because of the fall of man, money, men had to start to trade. I take something, I give you something else. How many of you understand that? So what does, what does Jesus say? He says you cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is money. So what does people do? People work for mammon. People kill for mammon. People divorce over mammon. People fight over mammon. Instead of saying, mammon, let me tell you, I serve a God who's faithful, who cannot fail. Let me just help couples. I want to set couples free. The minute you fight over money, is when the devil sees an open door to attack you financially for the rest of your life. Every time Satan wants to attack you, the two of you, over money, you have to take your hands and say, devil, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We don't work for mammon. Money works for us. Money is a tool. I'm going to help people right now. People don't realize that in God's kingdom, there's certain laws. And I, I, I want you to do me a favor. Put your hand on your head quickly. Come on, put your hand on your head. Now, there's spiritual laws that your mind needs to get revelation of. All right, now that we've done that, listen to me. When you fight over money, you fight over an idol. Oh, that's a hard one. You fight over money, you fight over an idol. And I know most fights in marriages is about money. My money, your money. Let me just help you. Your money is her money. And her money is her money. Finish this law, that's it. Right? Your money is her money and her money is her money. So let's just get that settled and be happy. Now, 
You have to think about what I'm telling you right now. So here comes God in God's kingdom and he says he's more blessed to give than to receive. In other words, he says there's a, there's a greater blessing in, 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 let me give you an example. Dylan was praying for something and he sowed something towards it. Before he sowed it, I said to him, why don't you sell it? And he says, no dad, I need to sow it. And when he said that, it hit me. The value of a seed is greater than the value of a sale. Can I say that again? The value of a seed is greater than the value of a sale. People think that if I, if I sell this, I'm going to get more. No, no, when you sow. So what God does is God gives us money as a tool. So money needs to work. Now what you do is you count it. 100 rand, 5 cent. Oh, 10 rand for the kerk. So we work it out. And we budget. Oh, I'm going to help somebody right now. I'm going to But I'm going to help you right now because we are the head and not the tail. You know, you can sit here and say, this guy speaks about money. The door's open. But don't, please, don't email me and say, pray for my financial life. You're going to get nothing. You can't pray about something that God says, I've given you the power over. Oh, Lord, give me financial breakthrough. No, you have dominion. Take that seed and seed. I command you to multiply in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. As long as you have seed, you have a weapon to crush the enemy's head. You have dominion over the storms. Why don't the church, when it rains, I mean like it rained in Durban. Where's the church in Durban that rise up and say, we command this storm to stop in the name of Jesus. We don't do it because we don't believe the word of God. These people will say we are crazy. My guys can help me. When there was huge storms here, I'll send it to Boxburg. I made a joke to one day. But you have no idea what dominion is. Lord, send this storm to Boxburg. People from Boxburg called me. They said, we can't get to church. Our house is flooded. There's storms everywhere. And I realized what I just said. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say dominion. I said, say dominion. So when Jesus rebuked the winds, that's dominion. Dominion and authority over the whole earth. So God gave us a system. Say with me, God gave us a system. An opportunity that we can reverse this curse. And again, I'm telling this again. This is why, you know, when people attack you because you're a giver, it's not really you that they attack. It's the spirit of Judas. If your wife sows, I'm going to say wife sows because a wife is much more sensitive than a man. Trust me. If your wife sows and you fight it, stop Judas right now. Because Judas will hang himself. Are you listening to me? What I, I want you to hear me quickly is when we got this building, worth 22 million, but what people don't know is when we, we sold our house, gave a lot of stuff away from the Lord, we had a million rand that we got from the house. You know what we did? We sold it. We sold it into ministries. Not into faith city, we sold it into ministries. And I said to the Lord one day, I said, Lord, I want to remind you, I have seed in the ground. I want to remind you, your word says, I have dominion over the whole earth. So what you need to understand is your, your mouth must be attached to your faith. 
Because what people don't realize is Jesus says, by your words you'll be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. What people do is people plant the seed, but they dig it out through what they say. You can't declare the blessing and the cursing of God at the same time. You see, this is the law of the kingdom of God. There's a law, we call it the law of confession. This is why the book of Job says, you shall also declare a thing. Declare it and it shall be established for you. The Bible says God calls the things that is not, though they are, right? But you know what the Bible also says? He says that we should imitate God as dear children. In other words, I have to imitate what God is doing in heaven. He calls the thing that is not, though they are. That's the law of confession. That's what dominion is. You have to wake up every morning and declare the word of God without a shadow of a doubt and say, this is the day that God is going to bless me. I will not have room enough to receive it. Say with me, dominion. But you see now, you can say amen and jump on your feet. Unless you put it into practice, it will mean nothing for you. Stop cursing your seed. I said, stop cursing your seed. Tell your neighbor, he's speaking to you. Come on, you can do better than that. God said to, God said to Elizabeth and, and Zechariah, you're going to have a baby. He tried to tell God, let me just remember you, remind you. I'm old. I'm over the hill. I don't have energy no more. Come on, where will the baby come from? Do you know what God does? He mutes him. Mutes him because of the law of confession. This is why I tell people, do you believe that? If you say amen, what you confess, you possess. That's the law of confession. The minute Zechariah was speaking himself out of his miracle, God muted him. You must ask the Lord, Lord, before I speak myself out of my miracle, mute me. God has given you dominion. This means whatever you say shall happen. This is why the Bible says, whatsoever you believe. No, no, you didn't hear. Whatever you believe. If you do not have doubt in your heart, you will have it. This is why the book of Mark 11 says, whatever you ask for, believing that you've received it, it is already yours. It is already yours. Shout dominion. Come on, one more time, dominion. So he says he gives us dominion over, the, over all the cattle, over the fish. Hallelujah, come on. Gives you dominion over the whole earth and all the silver and all the gold belongs to God. And if it belongs to him, it belongs to me. You know, when, when Moses stood before God, God said to him, I want you to go to Pharaoh. I want you to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And Moses comes and he says, Lord, I'm not eloquent of speech. I can't talk, Lord. You can send Aaron. You can send anybody else. Don't send me, Lord. And then eventually he said, all right, Lord, if I go, who do I say have sent me? And God says to him, you say to them, I am that I am. Has sent me. And they go on a little bit further. And then God introduced himself again. And he says, tell Pharaoh, I am has sent you. And then I realized that, you know, you have to understand the personality and the character of God. Because when you know God, you know what you can say, you know what you can have, you know what you can do. This is why Christians, this is why Christians live defeated. Most Christians are happy on a Sunday morning. Because you get faith preached into your spirit. Come on, let your spirit man respond this morning. 
You are happy. You feel good. But then you go back to reality. And then depression knocks on your door. And you see this mountain in front of you. This is why the Lord says if you have faith as a mustard seed. You'll be able to tell that mountain be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart it shall be. So people get depressed because they do not know who they serve. His name is I am. Not I was. Not I will be. I am. I am means that he's the covenant God. He's the God who never changes. Come on, he's the God who says every promise is yes and it is amen. We don't understand that power that we have. Lord, it be thy will. Stop, say, Lord, if it be thy will, and get to know the will of God. And then you declare the will of God from your spirit, man, and you walk in dominion, you walk in authority, you walk in the power of God, and you see things happen. In other words, if you're a sower, wave at me. Okay, because why, why do I say this? Because when the enemy attacks your finances, you have dominion. So what people do is, oh Lord, look at what the devil does. Instead of, in the name of Jesus, you flippin' devil. Amen? Yo ma! This is illegal. Your word says, because I'm a sower and a tiber, my finances is protected. So devil, I take authority and dominion over you. Come on, make a statement with me. Devil, pay back the money. It's your money. If you want the devil to keep your stuff, keep it. I'm here telling the devil, I'm here taking back everything. I have dominion. I have authority. I rule. I reign. But Vessel, I don't have an opportunity. You create your own opportunities. If you have dominion, you create your own opportunities. Shout yes if you understand that. So his name is I am. Say with me, I am. Come on, say one more time, I am. I am means his, his name is Yahweh, the God who was and is and is to come. I am, not will be. This is when people say, you know, God doesn't heal anymore. They don't serve the God of the Bible. You can't tell me that you don't believe in miracles, but you believe the word. You don't believe the word. You can serve Muhammad. You can serve Buddha. I mean, Muhammad and Buddha can't perform miracles. We serve a God of miracles. I said, we serve a God of miracles. He's always creating. He's always healing. We don't always believe. We don't always realize that God, Jesus said, as I am, so are you in this world. We are the head. And not the tail. So as long as you work for money, you serve mammon. But when you start to see money as a tool, and you realize the great I am, I am the God that provides. I am the God who takes care of you. I am the God who protects you. You know what I love about the Bible? Can, can it lie? There's more than 8,000 promises. <laughs> Ooh, that got me. There's more than 8,000 promises. And you struggle to believe just one of them. More than 8,000 promises. I am. I am. I am. 
I am. More than 8,000 promises. Grab a hold of one promise and make it your own and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm a steward of my time. I'm a steward of my life. I'm not of this world. I'm in this world, but not of this world. I operate through a kingdom order, through a kingdom finances. Come on, wave at me if you hear me. When there's famine, God provides. Because I'm not of this world. Hallelujah. Now let me explain something to you. Let me go back to the seed that we've sown towards this ministry. Do you understand something? If you take one million rand and you invest it at a bank in South Africa, you get 6,800 rand a month. That is 80,000 rand a year on a 1 million rand investment. We've sowed a million rand into the kingdom of God, and in a year, we got 22 million. Now, you tell me it doesn't work. You tell me it doesn't work. Come on. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching you free. Do that in a bank, 6,800 rand a month. But you do it to the kingdom of God. Why? Because he says, I've given you keys to walk in dominion and authority and to rule as kings. Not slaves. Say kings. Come on again, kings. So the I am means I'm the unchanging one. If you know this, you know the dominion that you have on the earth. He's the unchanging one. Whatever you declare shall be established. Now, let me say this to you. People ask me, what is the, where's the best bank to invest? It's not APSA. It's ABBA. ABBA Bank. ABBA Bank is the best bank to invest your money in. The returns is great. I, wanna he I want somebody to hear me right now. If you're a sower, when you're an old man, an old woman, don't you worry about anything. The blessings of God shall locate you. People worry about their old days. Don't worry about your old days. You're young. Because the scripture says, I have been young and I've been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging for bread. I need to speak to somebody right now. You better hear me. Even when you are old, God will take care of you. Your children can desert you, but God will not desert you. He will take care of you. Are you listening to me? I want you to jump to your feet and say, I have dominion. Say with me, from this morning, I walk in dominion. I rule. I reign. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, shout yes. You see, they say God does not perform miracles anymore. But they don't know Him like we do. I said, they don't know Him like we do. We serve a God of more than enough. Now, hear me. Number two that I want to mention. They call him in scriptures the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This means that he's a covenant God. Do you know what the Bible says about this covenant God? He says, I will not break my covenant nor alter any word that comes from my mouth. It means that when you are in covenant with God, it's for a lifetime. Come on, shout yes if you understand that. Deuteronomy 7 says the following. Deuteronomy chapter 7 says that God will keep his covenant and mercy for a thousand generations to those who love him and keep his commandments. Now I want you to listen to me right now. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What does the scripture say? He says, I am part of the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham is Deuteronomy 28. Did you know that? That's the blessing of Abraham. 
In other words, if I'm part of the covenant of Abraham, Scripture says so God keeps his covenant up to a thousand generations. In other words, what I'm trying to get to you is if you walk upright and you love him, keep his commandments, then God will take care of your children's 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 children up to a thousand generations because of you. Because of the covenant that this is people, why people say, I worry about my children. You do your job and God will do his job up to a thousand generations. God of covenant. Say with me, he's the God of covenant. His word will never come back void. In other words, if I've received the prophetic word now, a prophetic word is not information. It's confirmation. Okay, let me, maybe you in the middle hear me. We have a lot of information, prophetic words. I see a green apple in your fridge. Yes. I see you drive a blue car. Yes. Amen. Next. That does not help you. I know I have a green apple in my fridge. I know I drive a blue car. What does that help me? We need confirmation that will bring forth transformation. So every time there's a word given to me and it confirms into my spirit, I know that's a word from God. So what do I do? I go to God and say, Lord, your word is impossible to lie. You made a promise, Lord. I want to remind you of your promise. I want to remind you that you're the God of covenant, that you never break your covenant, Lord. I'm walking in my dominion, and therefore I call the things that is not, though they are. This is why you can dream huge. Every time you dream, what God says is showing you what is possible. Like I showed you a million times already. It's possible. And he does not ask you, can you afford it? He asks you, can you believe for it? Say with me, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do you believe that? Up to a thousand generations. Up to a thousand generations. I said up to a thousand generations. I want to make a bold statement for anybody who believes by faith. I believe that we're going to see the thousandfold. Because Deuteronomy 1.11 says that may God increase you a thousand times. A thousand times. Come on, we, we are from this morning experiencing a new dimension of dominion. It's not fair. Make it fair. Life does not give you what you need. It gives you what you demand. You have to demand the breakthroughs of God. Come on, you have to, you're, you know, you are like your creator is. You are a creator. You're creative. What do you mean I'm a creator? You can call the things that's not. Though they are. In Jesus' name. Come on, we're almost there. Number three. Abraham came to a place where he called the place God shall provide. If you understand the Hebrew, he says, he called the place Jehovah Jireh. In other words, there's a, a personality trait of God that God wants you to understand every day when you walk in dominion that God is a provider. I, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit will set you free. Your job is not your provider. Your boss is not your provider. Your investment at the bank is not your provider. Your business is not your provider. You have a provider that sits in heaven. I said, and he laughs at your enemies. Come on, and he provides. In the middle of a famine, he provides. He makes a way where there is no way. Come on, I'm talking to you about a provider that opens up the Red Sea and make the mountains move and make walls comes down. He's a great provider. Walking in dominion, you have to understand who you are. I belong to the, the Lord God Almighty.
that will provide all my needs. When there was a famine in the land, God made sure that his prophet was taken care of. Why don't people believe that God can't provide? You know, let me just quickly say this to you, that if faith, if you understand what truly faith is, geloof is nie skimp nie. I'm helping you now. Because then you rely on the arm of the flesh. You don't rely on God. Are you listening to me? True faith is, when you start to understand what faith really is, you know faith is absolutely now, now faith, the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things that's not seen. But what I realize people do is, people pray by faith, and then they curse by doubt. Okay, let me say that again. You pray by faith, and you curse by doubt. So you pray, and you get up, and you say, I don't know how we're going to do this this month. Tell your neighbor, this month is my month. God is the God that provides. In Egypt, when the plagues hit Pharaoh and the Egyptians, it did not harm the Israelites. If the church can just wake up and understand, what's coming over the world is not going to harm the church. The church is going to prosper in this hour like you've never seen it before. Oh, they said, I don't believe in prosperity. Then go to hell. Because heaven is not for you. You're going to get into heaven. Oh, you're a vast caravan park. <laughs> Jesus, this is wrong. Look at the mansions. Look at the streets of gold and the gates of pearl. In heaven, it's prosperous. Amen. You know, being you know, broken down and busted and disgusted, it's just part of life. No, maybe part of your life. That's not part of the word. That's illegal. I said, that's illegal. Jesus Christ became the curse. Poverty is a curse. We did not preach a lot on, on money in this church. You know why? Because I thought, you know, pe you know, people don't want to hear about money. Until I started experiencing what the world is experiencing today. You need to understand the laws of God to be able to escape what's coming to the earth. Where money is not going to be good enough. When the whole world's economy is falling apart, but yet you are blessed beyond the curse. Yet blessings is looking for you. Job opportunities is calling up. Ooh, hallelujah. Come on, blessings of the Lord is just looking for you. It's because we are walking in dominion. So if you believe that God is a provider, you better tell your mouth that God is a provider. He'll take care of my needs. You know, let me give you a simple example. It's in the Bible. He says, if you live holy, God will bless you. That's it. But Lord, I tithe. But you're a whoremonger. I pray in tongues and you gossip in English. Yay. He says, live holy, I'll bless you. I'll bless you. This is why Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Serving the Lord means I said goodbye world. I stay no longer with you. Goodbye pleasures of sin. Come on, I stay no longer with you. I made up my mind for the rest of my life. La, 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 la.
That's a good song. <laughs> Say with me, he's a provider. So for me, walking in dominion, I must know that he's a provider. He will take care of every need. Listen to me, your job is not your provider. You know, if the job fires me, I don't know what I'm going to do. You have to get into the system of God and say, Lord, I'm walking in dominion and authority. The world is mine. You speak the word of God into your situation. Don't curse the blessing. Don't curse the seed. Are you listening to me? You declare the word of God and it shall happen. You know, the religious spirit doesn't want you to believe that. The religious spirit wants you to believe that, you know, it's, it's, rich people don't go to heaven, you know. Jesus said rich men go to hell. That's not what the Bible says. You don't read the right Bible. You know, when rich people go to hell, it's when money is their God. There's poor people going to hell. Because alcohol is their God. And money is their God too. Let me ask you, what's the difference between a rich money that serves his money, a rich man that serves his money, or a poor man that serves his money? What's the difference? There's no difference. They both serve the same thing, mammon. But if God has blessed you beyond your wildest imagination, but that's not what moves you. You're still the same guy. What's wrong with the blessing of the Lord? The first thing that God did when he made man, he blessed him. Satan came to curse it. This is why I want to ask people, do me a favor. Never say, I can't afford it. Let me say that again. Never say, I can't afford it. If your husband says, I can't afford it, pump for three care in the rivers. The wife says, I can't afford it. Don't pump in the rivers. Hey, hey. Because you don't understand. You speak yourself into a curse. Dominion means that my mouth understands I rule and I reign. Take that money and say, money, let me explain something to you. From now on, I rule over you. You don't rule over me. People, people you don't even sleep because of money. Come on, think about it. But the Bible says, why do you worry about tomorrow? Why do you worry what you will eat and what you will wear? Come on, I'm getting to the good stuff right now. Why do you care about what you will eat and what you will wear? Your heavenly father. Your heavenly father. So now, number four, Galatians says, I'm now a son of God. A son. And because I'm a son, I'm an heir. An heir. Dylan and Kaylee is an heir. They've got the name. Dubrain. Certain countries, Dubrain. Brian, all right, heirs of the father. I'm an heir of my father. I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. Whatever belongs to my father belongs to me. Who do you think you are? Let me tell you who I am. I'm royalty. My father is the king. You know, this is our mistake. We don't know who we are. You wake up in the morning and you feel bad about yourself. Look yourself in that mirror and say, hey, hello, princess. Pick up your face. My father is the king of kings and he's the lord of lords. And my father says, why do you worry about what you will wear or what you will eat? 
Isn't life more than food? Or the body more than just clothing? You open up that cupboard Sunday morning and you sit on your bed and you stare. And you don't know what you're going to wear. You wait until it manifests. <laughs> I have makeup on here this morning, right here. Facts. The food is now nice again. <laughs> the food is lovely again. I have a blue eye, you don't know it. I didn't say it, but I've got a blue eye, you don't even realize that. <sighs> I fell from the stairs. But in any case, the food is nice again. <laughs> I said to my wife, if you hit me, don't leave marks, my goodness. The reason I say this is because I saw her showing me. Because you sit in front of your cupboard and you worry what I'm going to wear. He says, don't worry what you're going to wear. Life is more than just clothing. He says, your heavenly father. Now that changes the whole dynamic. People know him as God. God that's far away. That's too busy to hear. But they don't realize that he's a good father. That's so personal in my life that he says, even before you worry about what you will eat, I will make the raven to look for you. I will make sure that the widow takes care of you. I'll make sure that the angel comes and locates you. Listen to me. When you operate in faith, angels are on attention. The whole heaven's economy is based on faith. So why do you worry? You have to say you're a good father and you promise me before I need to eat, there will be food. But you know what we do? We curse our food. Lord, I don't know what we're going to eat today. You know, there's nothing in my cupboards. There will be nothing in your cupboards. You have to operate through dominion. Open your cupboards and say, Lord, I thank you for the food I'm about to eat. I can tell you that. There was a time in my life that we ate dry wheat bigs. Nothing else, just dry wheat bigs. And I got to a church to preach. You know what they gave me? Wheat bigs. I said to the pastor, you know, I'm about to kill you and that wheat bigs. I want to choke you out. I ate the wheat bigs. It's the only thing we ate. Until the Lord taught me dominion. Put out that plates and start to thank God for the food that you're about to eat. And then ding dong, somebody's at the door with food. Dominion. Don't worry about what you will wear. If you need new clothing, you can go to the Lord and say you're a good father. Listen to me, he's not just God, people. I pray that the church will understand how personal this God is. I had greater encounters with God when I was alone with him than in a facility like this with people. I had some experiences with the Lord. My goodness, I can't explain to you in words when I'm alone with him. Because he's a personal God. Religion teaches you that God is far away. You know, I can, I can go to the Lord every day of my life and say, Lord Jesus, I just want to sit and have a cup of coffee with you. Just tell you how my day was. And he starts to speak to me, deliver his word to me. I mean, there's some stuff that the Lord will speak to me about. I'll grab my pen and paper, write down stuff that the Lord just deposits into my spirit because he's a good father. A good father spends time with his children, right? A good father in heaven spends time with his children. But when you know that he's a father, Dominion changes for you. Because now you know your legal right. 
You have to get this. Listen to me. This is not going to help your flesh. Your spirit man needs to connect and understand this is what dominion is. From now on, I'm ruling. I'm reigning despite of what I see, despite of what I experience. Then I want to get to the last one quickly. They changed it for me. The Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted as righteousness. And Abraham was a friend of God. Now, <laughs> that's a whole different ball game. Now Jesus says, I no longer call you servants. I call you my friends if you do what I tell you to do. In other words, if I do what his word says, dominion is a, is a different thing for me now. Because now he says, I don't call you just a servant. I call you a friend. People say, this is a servant of the Lord. Yeah, I'm a servant of God. But let me tell you, I'm also a friend of God. I said to my wife, if, if the Lord takes me before the rapture, on my tombstone, I want it written. And vessel walked with God, and it was no more for God to him. I'm a friend of God. I said, I am a friend of God. He calls me his friend. He says that there's no greater love than a man that will lay down his life for his friends. If you know that he's not just God far away. He's not just the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come on, he's not just the God that provides my needs. But he's my father and he's my friend. You see, you need to understand something. Sometimes you need a father. But sometimes you need a friend. People say, you know, we're going to see a marriage counselor. Sometimes he's counselor. He's the greatest marriage counselor that you will ever find. You're going to lay on a couch, flat on your back, and tell somebody else with his own problems how big your problems is. <laughs> Why don't you go to him who's got the whole universe in the palm of his hand and say, Lord, we thank you. We are walking in dominion. Now, this is one part of dominion, and I can go on for a couple of weeks on dominion. Because the church needs to understand, in this hour, you can either curse your destiny. If you don't like what you see, change what you say. Can I say that again? You don't like what you see, change what you say. Connect your mouth with your faith. And understand that you have been called to rule and to reign. So please hear me right now. I know I'm speaking to a couple of people right now. Stop looking at your money and curse it. Tell your money, this is going to be the greatest month of my life. Let me tell you this. I've asked the Lord, the one day I've asked the Lord, I needed a financial breakthrough. And I've asked him exactly what I needed. When the money came, came the next day. When the money came, I wanted to hit myself. I said, you stupid. Why didn't you ask for more? Think about that. We ask God what we need. He says, I'm not in your needs. I provide your need even before you ask. God wants to give you the desire of your heart. But religion has taught us that's greed. Come on, religion taught us that if you want to have something that you don't need, it's greed. Now let me tell you something. It's time to grow. I said, it's time to grow. God wants to bless you in such a way that when the world sees you, they must say, truly, this man's God is with him. Come on, when the world looks at you, they must say this, there must be a God in heaven. 
They called you the weakest of the clan. Come on, the poorest of the family. But suddenly God turns it upside down. Hallelujah. Now you're walking in dominion and authority and power. The world is under your feet. Satan does not rule your world. You rule the world. Say with me from this day. I'm walking in dominion. Boston, can you come and help me? I feel the fire of God on me. Say with me, I'm walking in dominion. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in His authority. Whatever I declare and decree shall be established in Jesus' name. I create my future. Lord, send your angels this morning. Let them bring forth my miracle. Let them bring forth my breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, the world is mine. In Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to save these finances. Come to me. In Jesus' name. Doors open up right now. Favor be released upon my life. Come on, say breakthrough. I command you to come in the name of Jesus. Come on, declare it by faith this morning. This is the day of my harvest. This is my week of breakthrough in Jesus' name. The Lord Himself said, Have dominion over all the earth. I'm walking in dominion. I'm walking in dominion. I'm calling the things that is not though they are. Lift your hands if you believe that. Lord, we walk by faith and not by sight. We believe that you are the unchanging one. The great I am. Not the will be. Not the was. But the great I am. The unchanging one. From everlasting to everlasting. The Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. We believe that you are the covenant God. Who says that I'll keep my covenants up to a thousand generations to those who love me and those who keep my commandments we believe that you are Jehovah Jireh the Lord that provides all our needs we believe Lord you provide all of our needs according to your riches in glory through Christ Jesus we say that we are sons of God heirs of salvation your word says we are blessed beyond the curse. The curse has no authority over me. My children shall be blessed. My grandchildren shall be blessed. We will walk in the favor of the Lord. Come on, declare with me right now. My business is blessed. I'm telling you, I feel it in my heart. That there's a shift coming to your life right now. Oh, there's a change coming. Declare it by faith right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm a friend of God. I'm walking by faith. Because I walk by faith. You call me your friend, Lord. I'm a friend of God. Oh, Karama Sheke.
Come on, if you can pray in the spirit, in tongues, start to pray in tongues. You can't pray in tongues, pray in your own language. Lift up those voices. Come on, lift it up. I want to hear you pray. this because not everybody wants this the word says you do nothing unless you reveal it to your servants the prophets first 
Your word says, listen to my servants, the prophets, and you shall prosper. I'm asking you in Jesus' name to touch your people. Let's cry out to you right now. Let your glory fill them, Lord. Let the weight of your glory, let it touch them. I ask you right from this moment, Lord, that they will walk in authority. They will walk in dominion like never before. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that their faith will be connected to their mouths. They will never speak from a position of doubt or unbelief ever again. But they will declare your word by faith. I'm expecting you, Lord, to turn it around for me this week. Come on, lift those hands. The glory of the Lord is falling here in the house. those in the middle block lift those hands and receive let the anointing of the Lord touch them set them free Lord I feel the fire of the Lord here touch your people in Jesus name heal the sick Come on, be personal with the Lord. Be personal with the Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Oh, the glory of your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, 
glorify your name. We glorify your name. Come on, as you lift your hands, Father, every doubt, every fear, I cut it off the lives of your people. I take authority over doubt and fear in the name of Jesus. Come on, here. I take authority, Lord, over doubt and fear. Anxiety and stress. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it, Lord. I don't want you to worship God according to how you feel. I want you to worship Him for who He is. He deserves the highest worship, despite of how you feel. Despite of how you feel. Basil, I'm not used to it. Get used to it. Get used to it. He deserves your highest worship. Your highest worship. Do me a favor, those in the middle block. I just sense this is what God says. Take the person's hands next to you quickly. Lift your hands to Him. Two or more agree. It shall be done. As I stand under the sound of my voice, I thank you that miracles is coming to them right now. Breakthrough right now. Things that was hard, struggle. It will no longer be hard. There will no longer be a struggle. It shall come easy, Lord. For suddenly there shall be a breakthrough. For suddenly there shall be an answer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mark, I heard the Lord say, suddenly there will be an answer. Suddenly there will be a solution. Suddenly it will be easy. Lord, I thank you for nine months of supernatural favor upon them in the name of Jesus for the next nine months they will carry a full term and Lord then they will give birth to the biggest miracle of their lives and I thank you Lord it is established in the heavens right now we say come forth right now in Jesus name in Jesus mighty name glorious you guys in the front row lift your hands I feel the fire of God the Lord as I stretch my hands towards them let the fire of God come let the fire of God come down upon them if you know what I see there's breakthrough in the house of the Lord there's miracles in the house of the Lord. There's healing in the house of the Lord. Come on, receive, receive, receive. Receive, receive it, receive it, receive it. High blood pressure is going. 
I hear the Lord say he's healing heart failure. Heart failure. Right now. Heal it, Lord. Heal it, Lord. Come on, just two more minutes. Forget about everything. Receive from heaven. say what I hear the Lord say you ain't seen nothing yet you ain't seen nothing yet God is going to bless you like you've never been blessed before you better mark my words you as a family get ready for what God is going to do for you and through you in this hour you will become a sign to many that your God lives I'm telling you get ready you have seen nothing yet Yes, Lord, I see you and Nicolene speak about dreams that you have and things that you want to see God do. Hear me. Soon you'll live it. Soon you will live it. And you will look back and say, can this be? For surely it shall come to pass. I thank you for this, Lord. I thank you, Lord. It's done for them as a family. I has not seen, nor has ear heard, Though has entered into the man's heart the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Breakthrough with your name on it in the name of Jesus. Come on, do you feel him here? Oh Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus. You always hear me when I call, Jesus. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all, Jesus. You always hear me when I call, Jesus. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest. Listen to me. As we sang this, I saw my spirit, a woman that tries to be pregnant. You know, husband tried to get a baby. But doctors have no good report. And I know when the Spirit of God speaks, I want you to run out to the front. I'm going to pray for you. God's going to give you a miracle. Quickly come. Don't be shy. Don't wait afterwards. Come quickly. I saw my daughter running. I thought, my God, help me. Help me, Jesus. Come quickly. I, I know when the Spirit of God speaks. Don't wait for afterwards. I'm not going to pray for you afterwards. Struggle to get a baby. Quickly come. I'm going to pray for you. Jesus. You're the sweetest name of all, Jesus. Oh, you always hear me 
your hand on your stomach. Father, let your word be established. I speak to the womb in Jesus' name. Hear the word of God. Be fruitful in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you in 10 months from now, let it be a baby girl, a little Abigail in Jesus' name. Do it for her, Lord. I give you praise. He always hears us when we call. You pick me up each time. You're the sweetest, the sweetest thing. Father, I thank you for your presence. Thank you that nothing is impossible. For the one who believes. Francois, there's two women. Can you you and you come here to the front? Come for me. You in the red and the one next to you, quickly come to the front, lift your hands. Jesus. Lord, I thank you for these two ladies. Oh, I feel your glory here. I give you praise. Lord, I thank you for breakthroughs. The Lord is going to give you a breakthrough so huge. So huge. And it manifests this morning for you. I thank you every worry, every burden. I break it off. Give them breakthrough, Lord Jesus. A week from today, you will have a testimony. You're the sweetest. Come, we're almost there. Just keep those hands lifted to heaven and love Him. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I want you to hear me. Ask Him whatever you want. Whatever you want, not what you need. Whatever you want. He'll do it for you. He'll do it for you. If there's sick people in this building, quickly come to the front. Those who's watching with sickness and disease, I curse it. I take authority over every foul spirit of cancer and disease. I command you be healed by the power of God. Receive it right now by faith. In the name of Jesus, give me your hands. Lord, I thank you. Every sickness and disease is cursed right now. Ooh, that's the glory. That's the glory. Receive it from your head. Come on. To the soles of your feet healing power of the Lord. Lord, I, res I rebuke it right now. I rebuke it. Be healed. I command you. Be healed right now. Now, right now, right now. We rebuke it, Lord, as he stands in agreement. Touch a brother right now, Lord. Let your healing power flow through him. In the name of Jesus, from ahead to the soles of her feet. Your healing power, Lord. You're the sweetest. Listen, it, listen, you guys that's standing here. Every time I come this side, I feel a draw in my heart. I want you to lift your hands and hear me as you lift your hands to heaven. God wants to do the impossible for you. I feel a draw that somebody says, I'm not leaving without God do the impossible for me. Father, I thank you. 
that you'll do the impossible. Date cancellation, supernatural breakthroughs, and miracles like they've never seen in their lives. There's a woman standing here, right here. You cry over your husband. You cry over your daughter. You cry out and say, Lord, have you forgotten about us? But I'm telling you right now that Satan tried to hinder your prayers. But from the first day that you prayed, God heard you. I'm telling you right now, don't stop praying. Don't stop intervening. But as you pray, the heaven will hear and heaven will respond in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord. You do it this morning. You do it this morning. Lift your hands, you guys. The fire blood is here. Touch them, Master Jesus. Right now, in Jesus' name. Right now. Whew. Receive it. Receive it. Receive a fresh anointing. My God, I feel the fire of God. Whew. We glorify your name. Sweetest name. Sweetest name. You always hear me. Thank you, Jesus. From here to the soles of her feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the touch, Lord. Oh, it's glorious. It's glorious. Thank you, Lord of glory. Come on, say with me that this week is my week. I want you to make an agreement with God. I want you to say, Father, I heard your word through your servant. I have dominion over all of the earth. From this morning, my life is going to be different. I'm going to speak with authority over my life and my situation. From this morning, I will only bless and not curse. Blessed in the field, blessed in the city, blessed sitting down, blessed standing up. I have dominion, I rule, I reign. Every morning when I wake up, I'll declare your word over my life. I am blessed beyond the curse you are not just my God you are my father and I'm your friend I thank you I have what your word says I can have I am blessed 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 do you believe that I am blessed and no man can curse what God has blessed. No man can say no when God has said yes. Listen to me, new doors is opening up of opportunity. Come on, new business is coming forth in Jesus' name. Come on, this is my week for supernatural acceleration. God's gonna do something incredible for me this week. Come on, I want you to put your hands in the air and do this. Grab a hold of it, pull it to you. 
Come on, pull it to you and say, this week is my miracle week. It's my breakthrough week. I want you to do this before we continue. Say, Lord, I'm taking back my joy. I'm taking back my peace. No more depression. No more oppression. I am the apple of God's eye. Make a decision from this day. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to enjoy this life that God has given me. For I'm a steward of this life that God has given me. Come on, say this with me. I'm no longer working for money. Money works for me. Lord, give me ideas. Give me favor. In Jesus' name. He's going to do it for you. I said he's going to do it for you. Come on, if you believe it, give him.